Hello, welcome to Joy News at 6. The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM and hits 103.9 FM in Accra. In Kumasi, we're live on Love 99.5 FM and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Jubilee and Sun City Radios, Qatar, Saboba FM, Saboba and A1 Radio, Bolgatanga. Get radio, TV and online content on the MyJoyOnline.com interactive app for Android and iOS devices. Coming up. Looming food insecurity as floods devastate several farmlands in the northeast region. Some of the farms have been washed away completely, so nothing will be harvested from those areas. And I can tell you, we need to brace up. We have more as Nadmo assesses impact of the destruction to provide relief items to affected farmers. Also, ECOWAS' decision to intervene in the Niger political crisis will have to be approved by the United Nations Security Council. But a security expert is optimistic Russia will vote against the move. Indeed, it's more likely for Russia to veto the whole enterprise. And that is the end of the game. The use of force option by ECOWAS cannot, should not take place. The minority NDC insists any troop movement from Ghana will have to be approved by parliament. You want to declare war on another country, you need the people's consent because war is war. In business. Data Protection Commission to begin active enforcement of the Data Protection Act 843 today as businesses that fail to register with the commission face sanctions, including prison terms. Details on the Joy Business Report. And later, whispers in the dark will tell you how lack of official data is hampering the work of experts in the fight against suicide, especially among children and adolescents. If you follow the media reports, you'll be troubled because the numbers keep increasing. The challenge is that we don't have official data. I am Amisi Nyamiche Thompson. Please stay tuned. Food security in the country is at a grave risk as the northeast region grapples with a major devastation to its crops. Recent floods have wreaked havoc to several acres of farmlands while displacing many residents. Northeast Regional Minister Idana Zakaria says this will not only jeopardize local livelihoods but also threaten the broader, broader food supply chain in the country. Many farms have been inundated, especially those who grow maize once that happens you are sure that you are not going to get anything some of the farms have been washed away completely so nothing will be harvested from those areas and i can tell you um, we need to brace up it, it doesn't look so good with with what has happened but um what is in control the season is almost gone this time around if anybody can do cropping at all in my region it should be beans and even the beans one is not too sure about whether you can even have it because of the short period of rainfall. But for maize and the, the, the other cereals, the season is over. So it looks like we need to be very prayerful. Also, the original minister is saying that NADMO is still assessing the situation to provide support for the affected farmers. NADMO is putting together the names of affected communities and individuals. And when that is done, any support that will come from within and outside, from benevolent um, uh, individuals and um, corporations. When we put all that together, we will make that available to affected people. So I just want to use your medium 
to appeal to corporate Ghana that the people of the North East region, they need assistance. So whatever form of assistance that they have will be most welcome. Northeast Regional Minister Yidana Zakaria. In a related development, Northern Regional Director of NADBO, Abdullah Salifu, says the bodies of four farmers from Galingpegu in the Tolan district of the northern region who drowned in the Golinga Dam while returning from their farm have been retrieved. Seven people went to their farm and they were returning to the community and unfortunately they were using a canoe and the canoe capsided. Mm. Out of these seven, three of them were able to swim out. Unfortunately, four of them got drowned. Fortunately, I led a team inside the water and myself. Well, I am someone who knows how to swim and can swim very well. Fortunately, I personally found the, the, the fourth one and was retrieved. Now to Parliament, Speaker Alban Babin says some African countries are looking up to Ghana to pass a model anti-gay law to enable them implement same in their respective countries. The Proper Human Sexual Rights and Family Values Bill is currently at the consideration stage in Parliament and when passed will introduce wide-ranging restrictions on gay rights. Already the United, United States Ambassador to Ghana, Virginia Palmer, has said passage of the bill could would affect direct foreign investment. The World Bank has halted lending to Uganda over the passage of a similar bill saying the law fundamentally contradicts the bank's values. A lot of inter-ethnic harmony and that makes Ghana strong and stable and attractive for investment. I hope it stays that way with regard to the LGBT community and again there's money to be made if there is discrimination or worse um, then that will send a signal to not just LGBT investors um, and exporters but the other american companies that ghana is less welcoming than i'm telling people that it is now but speaker of parliament alban Gwagwin insists the bill will be passed to restrict foreign cultural intrusion in ghana and we are looking at the intrusion of foreign values and norms in our culture and tradition by looking at this lgbtqrrss something something to say that this thing that is happening if we don't legislate on it, hey, as I stated earlier on, it will be worse than COVID-19. Your Speaker of Parliament, Alban Magbin. Now, ECOWAS last week resolved to intervene in the political crisis in Niger after an extraordinary summit, but that can only happen with the approval of the United Nations Security Council. The military intervention seeks to reinstate the democratically elected President Mohamed Bazoum. But security analyst Kenel Festus Abwaje retired says Russia, a permanent member of the council, may vote against it, which may render the ECOWAS decision useless. There must be a vote in the council and there must be at least nine members that vote in support of that action. And out of the nine, all five permanent members of the security council must vote yes. It is not likely under the circumstances, I mean, given all the information that we have, that Russia will cast a yes vote. Well, Ghana has committed to deploy troops. However, ranking member on the Defence and Interior Committee of Parliament, James Agaga, says such a decision must seek the approval of Parliament. The people of this country think through their representatives will be disastrous. Because, you see, you're going to war, you want to declare war on another country, you need the people's consent. 
James Agalga is ranking member on the Defence and Interior Committee in Parliament. Now, the Office of the Attorney General has filed an appeal against the conviction of a 25-year-old Joshua Mankwa, who was arrested by police officers at Kaswa Walantu for insulting them after they conducted a search on him, together with other passengers in a taxi cab, and found nothing criminating them. Following the appeal, the AG has secured bail for the 25-year-old man. Now, it is not common to see children and adolescents die in suicides today than it was 10 years ago. As my colleague Ahim Interior discovered in his latest hotline documentary, Whispers in the Dark, many children, some as young as seven years, virtually end their lives every day in Ghana. But lack of official data on suicide, especially among minors, could scuttle efforts of experts to tailor strategies to deal with the menace. Here excerpts. Attempted suicide until now was criminal, punishable by law. But experts are worried lack of data on suicide, especially for those that involve children and adolescents, could spare doom for the country. First is Dr. Emmanuel Niboy Kwashi, a suicidologist at the psychology department at the University of Ghana. He wants the government to take the lead in the collection of official data on suicide. If you follow the media reports, you'll be troubled because the numbers keep increasing. The challenge is that we don't have official data. What I mean is that government has not set up a system like a surveillance system to routinely collect data on suicide. As we speak, the Ghana Health Service has made an effort. President of the Psychiatric Association of Ghana, Dr. Ruto Usuenji, insists the time is now to pay attention to suicide among minors. When we clump all the figures together, it becomes difficult for us to know where even to focus the attention. Some earlier studies have tried to categorize the age, but we tend to forget and pay attention to them. Even if they are the second highest or the third highest, it is still very worrying because these are future leaders. And if we are losing them to suicide, then the future of the country is very bleak. From Kumasi, for Joy News, Oime Interior reporting. Well, Whispers in the Dark airs this morning at 8.30 a.m. on Joy FM and 8.30 p.m. on Joy News TV and on all social media handles. And that's how we end the bulletin. In our top story, looming food insecurity as floods devastate several farmlands in the northeast region. I'm Amisi Nyamiche Thompson. Business is next on the Super Morning Show.